thanks for joining us. Listener pick, Jared. Yes. Ray, one of our fucking top notch listeners, friend of the show, put us onto a uh, TV film through uh, HBO from the early 90s called Blindside, mm. uh, which was available online. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We paid for it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, and Adam, you're nothing if not a man of the people. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Mate. The people that walk past your house that you constantly <laughs> fucking yell at to you're walking too close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we're going to give Blindside a run. But before we get to that, Jared, let's do a quick whip round. I've got a fair fair whack. you got a fair bit. Yeah, a couple of newies as well, like some fresh stuff, some stuff uh, with some Oscar buzz as well. Bullshit. No, I did. <laughs> Watched it last night. Yep. Still sort of processing it. Okay. Quantum Leap, episode one. Of the new Quantum yes. Leap. I believe it's on Binge now, is that right? No, or? it was on um, 9 now. Oh, okay. Know, or 7 Plus, one yep. of them, 7 Plus. Yep. Not bad. I think they did a reasonable job of reconnecting it to the other stuff, because they do mention Sam Beckett and, and Ziggy and all that stuff. I haven't gone deep into it, but I believe that stuff gets more prevalent yeah. as the season goes along. And so first episode, pretty well handled, yeah. I thought. And it's wise to do that, I think, because it's one of the famous examples of a really of a cult TV show that didn't really have an ending. Yes, correct. So, and so I, yeah. I kind of dug on how they did it. And so, first episode solid. Had a little, a little clunky in parts, but mm-hmm. I guess get the feeling we might iron some of that out. Yep. Last of Us episode seven and eight finale tomorrow. Yep. Fucking pumped. I've kicked it off. Pumped. Mate, I am right up to my neck. Are you nuts in a well, I'm watching, so I've knocked over two episodes, but I'm also in between the episodes listening to a ring of deep dive each week mm. and then the Last of Us HBO podcast, yeah. the one that they put out. I've got to take you to task because I believe you mentioned that episodes one and two that you weren't. No, I like I liked them a lot, but. Episodes but one and three two is were, the one that's. The I know, one. I know. I've heard three is excellent, but episodes one and two were fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, I loved them. Episode one did such a good job of taking the stuff they did in the game, but just adding just a little bit more to it. Just adding to the relationship between Joel and his daughter. Bit of pathos. Um, bit of pathos. Bit of pathos on it. Episode two was where it really started to look like the game. Yeah, yeah. And there's a when couple they, they of sequences yeah. where I was just like, "This is fucking." Spot on, yeah. but talk about. I mean, a little bit of spoiler territory. People have probably already watched it because I've banked up a couple of episodes. But Tess to Joel, I never asked you to feel how I felt. Talk hmm. about fucking rip my heart out like, but you like your molar arm <laughs> and then fucking stomp on it like, and then drop me into a pit of fire. Yeah, like I that. think what they're doing with the relationships has gone beyond the game in in the first two episodes hmm. and. I like the way they're kind of crafting the 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 um, infected a little differently. Yeah, the hive mind and all that sort of shit. I think it's fucking phenomenal. The first two episodes just blew me away, and now yeah, so literally yeah. Heard, everyone loves three, the third one. Loves I thought the third one. Three. My wife, you know, she's not really into this, into the zombie type of stuff, and she was kind of like, "It's all generic. It's all you know. We've all seen this shit me and yeah, times before." Yeah. And then the third episode, she was like, "Shit!" So that's that the was, thing, right? I thought episode one and two were already beyond what other people are doing. The, the mm. way they're working about the relationships, about the people who are just... Well, that's what I said to her. Just getting it, it, Yes, it's generic in some ways. The whole idea of, 
you know, the zombies and, the, you know, the, the, the infected and all that. Yeah. You might have seen something like that in The Walking Dead or something, you know, Correct. of that nature. But I said, this is a, it's more about the characters. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to really worry too much about that. Well, that's shit. the thing, you know, the great zombie stuff, you look back to the Romero and that, it's never about the zombies, it's about yeah. the monsters that, that are yeah, left. Within. And there's a bit of that in The Last of Us, but I just thought the, the, the way they crafted the relationships between Joel and his daughter between Tess and Joel, between Ellie coming into that dynamic, was fucking awesome. Pedro? And it, Pedro. I mean, look. Pedro, I was skeptical. When I, when I saw the casting of him and Bella Ramsey, I'd seen a little bit of Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones. I wasn't sold on either of them. Fuck me if, not, you know, half an episode in, I was, pre- I was preparing a bun and some fucking sauce to, to, to prepare my words and Put stuff down. Put the fucking down. crow in there, mate. Yeah, yeah. A lump of crow, a bunch of my words, well, I just guess, all cooked up in a, in, a, in a... I guess I couldn't see Pedro in it because I didn't... I hadn't seen a lot of him and I didn't think that he had that look, that rugged sort of look yeah. that you would have expected Joel to have. I'll tell you why I couldn't buy Pedro, because I'd seen Wonder Woman in 1984. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, Pedro. No, look, I love Pedro. I've been a fan of The Mandalorian. I haven't started that season because I'm going to knock over The Last of Us, but Mandalorian 1 and 2, I've been all over them, and he's Pedro's fucking everywhere. He's everywhere, and as they say, he's just become the, the, the poster child for the lone wolf and cub. Yeah, got a yeah, trope. Yeah. He's yeah. he's the he's the the everyone's dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I love the bloke, and yeah. I think the first two episodes have fucking knocked my socks off. Well, seven and say. eight, seven and eight are very are both good. Yep. Not quite at the level of some of the earlier ones, but taking taking putting in key pieces of the game that that you know, and, and just taking them a little bit further. Yes. And I thought the eighth episode was really good. And and I'm really looking forward to the finale. If they if they hit the finale like the game did, yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Like, well, really I feel is. like from what they've done early, and I mean, we were in the camp of what more can you add? Well, fuck, plenty. They've, so <laughs> they've managed to they've managed to do that. So plenty. once again, give me a side serving of Crow as well. On what the fuck do we know? Like, honestly, we said Top Gun Maverick. Bullshit. Mate, I am like, when it comes to eating my words, I'm fucking Gordon Ramsay. Last I've got that many recipes. What's the point of it? Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten my words that many times, I've perfected fucking the recipes. hell, yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, all I eat now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Really, really I think, looking forward to it tomorrow. Yeah. I think that'll be the... If it's, if it, I'd say it'll be an hour and a half. And I was impressed that, you know, I saw the, the second episode directed by Neil Druckmann, so I was like... So he's obviously taking the bloke that. from the game... Yeah. To to bring his input into this, and again, listening to the HBO podcast, you you hear him and the the guy that brought it to the screen, Craig Maslin. Yes, from, um, he was talking about how he, you know, the game was just just a fucking one of the greatest experiences of his life. So to pair them up, to to go back to Neil Druckmann and say let's let's do it together, I'm I love that they've done that. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Let's just say I'm sold. Yeah, okay. Uh, I watched The Good Nurse uh, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Really strong performances. You know, quality people, so you expect that. There was also a documentary that I that covered off on it as well called Capturing the Killer Nurse. Eh. You know, you probably could have watched one or the other. And because I'd already watched the, the movie, I kind of felt like I didn't get much else mm. out of the doco. 
But the movie was okay. Like, solid. I mean, I don't know how the fuck you get away with that shit for so long. Mm. Like, it just showed the, the fucking hospital. How many people shifting. did he... That, did well, he, he, got, he got charged for 29. He admitted to 40. I reckon fuck. there's 400 yeah. that he could have killed. Yeah, right. Um, but they just can't put him, they can't pin him. Mm. And eight hospitals shifted him without doing anything. About so it. eight hospitals shifted him for... For something. something. There, there was... There was there was people saying this guy's fucking not doing something. Doing what he should be but doing. But they were instead of dealing with him properly, they just you fired him. Yeah, yep. yep. See you later. Not our problem. I mean, they reckon he's the worst serial killer in American history. Yeah, okay. So Come fuck. On. It's not what you need. Uh, I watched We Have a Ghost. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, not bad. Not to bad. It. it was all right. I heard it was it's pretty good. good fun. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, same guy who made... Uh, Happy Death Day and Freaky and stuff yes. like that. So it's got that type of vibe. Yep. And I think it works out pretty well. Good. Solid. I watched a documentary series called The the Murder Murders, mm-hmm. A Southern Scandal. Yep. Talk about a bunch of fucking rich, entitled fuckwits. An entire family. And I, I, although I don't, you know, I don't want to see anybody get killed. No one deserves to be killed. But the son that he killed had killed a girl on, in a boating accident when he was driving drunk. Mm. He was the most entitled little shit you'd ever fucking seen. And he'd been getting away with shit his entire life because his family had been protecting him. Yeah. Um, and in a way, I kind of just felt, well, 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 fucking calm as a bitch, isn't it, mate? Yep. They were just a shit group. A shit family full of shit people. And uh, he's now doing life. I believe. Okay. For the murders. So, right. You know, karma really, yeah, really yeah, ran I'm over the whole thing. That family's just crawled right up your clacker <laughs> and really fucking <laughs> right in there. It's not coming out either, mate. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. I watched Untold Operation Fl- Fragrant. Flagrant Foul. Yeah, one of my favourites. How'd it go down for you? Like a, like a love of bird shit? <laughs> Look, really interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and. I mean, everybody's lying through their teeth. Yeah. Like, you cannot... Don't tell me that you were not fixing matches. Yeah. That doesn't well, compute, mate. Well, when Batista starts saying, oh, I never threatened anyone, that's the... Immediate, you look at the bloke and you're yeah. like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. But, yeah, the thing with Donaghy is he brings up these records of, like, you know... I, I was third best in the league. Yeah, I, my, my calls were correct. They went back. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you haven't manipulated things because... You've admitted yourself. We we had all these games where we never called palming, but we decided to call her on Alan Iverson. Yeah. Okay, well that's a correct call, but ninety five percent of the other games, Alan Iverson was never called for that. Correct. So, so you you were happy to let him your... go until it suited you. This that's is it. the issue. So you can still you can still fix that. You know the last five minutes of a, of a tight game, you can decide. Well, I'm going to call a travel on that bloke when I didn't call it. You know every yeah. other time, like yeah. So. Everybody's lying. Correct. I'd say he's also lying about how much money he made. Mm-hmm. I don't believe for a second that that's all he got. Forty mm. k or something is the, the number that they spouted. Yeah, he only ever made forty k. I yes. don't believe that at all. And the fact that his name came up in conversations about, you know, with they they're talking about recording higher up mafia yeah people, and his name just happens to be mentioned as oh we've got him in the pocket. 
Yeah, there's a lot more money. Yeah, I think there's more to it. But I think the most eye-opening thing for me is the NBA doesn't look real great. No. Not at all. Yeah. And uh, David Stern does not look great at all. No. And to have a lot of these people who, and I know I said you know, they're fucking liars, which they are, all of them, but all of them said that Stern basically had people fucking in, the, in his pocket all over the place. Yeah. He well, made things go away. He made things disappear. I mean, I believe when they talk about how Stern got wind, yeah. the FBI didn't want to let him know because they wanted to go further, but somebody said, no, 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 let's tell the NBA. And then suddenly it comes out in the media, yeah. Tim Donaghy's name's attached. And then... Everything else, just forget about it. That's the only thing. In the whole documentary, Batista's lying through his teeth for, mm. for numerous times, but the one time where I felt like, oh, I think he's telling the truth and he's onto something here is when he said, I told my lawyer, let's go to town with this one because Stern doesn't want any more to come out. Yeah. But I'm like, but I think yeah. he might be right. Yeah. As I said to you. Foster. You, you, Scott Scotty Foster. Foster mate. That's all you got to look at. Scotty Foster's definitely in there. You look at Scott Foster, you look at, you know, Chris Paul, one of the greats of the NBA, although he's never won a title, he's he's had a successful career. His record in games that are refereed by Scott Foster is fucking awful. Yeah. It's like, you know, in playoff games, it's like 1-20 or 1-18 or something like that. Like, it's ridiculously bad. And Chris Paul has been on the record saying... In Game 7 against... Oh, mate, I mean, we're Spurs fans, so yeah. I'm not so worried too much about it. But apparently in Game 7 against the Spurs, Foster was cackling it up saying, good luck, or something like that. Basically <laughs> saying, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty shady shit. It's all shady. All shady. I watched Scream 2022 mm-hmm. in preparation, and I saw Scream 6. Yep. And obviously we're going to do an episode, so I'm going to keep my... Gonna keep a lid on it. Keep a lid on it right now. Other than to say, I think it was right up there at the top of yep. the series. Yep. In my mind. Uh, so we'll get to that in an episode of its own. On its own. And the last one, Jared, I watched the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, strange picture. Mm-hmm. Strange. This one you were talking about, Oscar buzz? This is the Oscar buzz. This one's up for like eight awards. You're telling me we should be fucking steering well clear of the Oscar nominees? Because yeah. uh, I watched it, everything, everywhere, all at once and really enjoyed it. But fuck, she was a bit strange too. Yeah. No, this one was stranger. Yeah, okay. This one, look, it was really, really well made and I was never bored. Which is surprising because it was it was very it's just a talky film. Surprising because you get bored easily. (laughs) (laughs) Not when Rutger Hauer was involved, I don't. No, but it was it it never dragged, even though it was two hours long, and is just you know it's a drama. Uh, It's really really well acted, but it's just really really strange. Yeah, okay. And not what I would have called something that rush out and see it type of thing. It's kind of a... It's a really dark sort of drama with a little bit of humour. Same guy I did in Bruges. Yep. So it's got that kind of... sort of black humour underneath it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. <laughs> okay. And I did think to myself, and I said to my wife, look, I thought it was an all right film, but... I hope Top Gun Maverick wins. Because <laughs> yeah. at least yeah. that was fucking entertaining. 
Yeah, look, I think we're off Shit Creek with that one. No, I don't no, think it's going to win. 26 to 1. You know, that's, that's way off. Yeah, that's way off. But, you know, get on the town and listen to some of the, you know, the campaigning tactics and shit that have been used. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Top Gun will win if they spend enough money on the campaign and whining and dining and, and busting people to screenings and shit like that. But, D.H. Cruz, an extra 10 years if they can. Yeah, yep, yep. All right. Another bottle of fake tan for him. Like, and he, couldn't, he could not wait, I can guarantee. And I did see an article the other day. MI, is it MI7? Mm. Huh. And test screenings is through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> through the roof. Of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> the, the words roof. are sliced alone. It's cutting together, be- cutting together beautifully. <laughs> but you know what? They probably are. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I yep. mean, fucking Cruz is riding a wave like he never has before. <laughs> of one film. I mean, that cunt thought he was fucking a star... 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after the mummy, you couldn't fucking oh. feed the bloke. Now you... <laughs> I mean, well, after the mummy, I thought he was going to fucking turn it in. <laughs> yeah. Retire. No, I'm, done. Good I'm done with acting. Hollywood's been awful to me. <laughs> All right. That's it for me. What do you got? Okay, so... Obviously, I watched The Last of Us, started The Last of Us. Mm. I watched a doco called Wrinkles the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Which was... Can I ask? <laughs> is, gonna, is this a better no, quote? Not, no, I was going to say, no, it's not referring to his ballsack. <laughs> it was a step ahead. Because it sounds fucking mighty like someone's scrotum. No, no. So, look, I came across another... I mean, bloody disgusting. They keep doing it to me. I came across an article hot on the heels of the four best Bigfoot movies. <laughs> I came across. And of course, we got fucking. We got leaders like a spider's web. We got caught in that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm still caught in it. I'm still trying to free myself from that one. And so what but I got caught in another one that was. It was like the six creepiest documentaries. Um, so this was wrinkles about a. <laughs> wrinkles the Clown. This was about a bloke who. It became a meme that this was a bloke in. I think it was Florida. <laughs> that you hired to scare your kids. they they started putting these fucking stickers around with a real phone number so they actually go and talk to people who've literally fucking called up the number and you hear their messages of like I'm on the phone to him you hear the kids screaming in the background like hang up (laughs) shit like this so then they go and start talking to people like why why would you call wrinkles like what is it (laughs) but then they follow the guy hang on a second hang on a second where'd you see this uh, it'll be on Binge. Is it? I saw it on Foxtel. So Fucking It'll be on the Binge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scrote of the Clown is... is um, <laughs> they start following the guy, but then she takes a bit of a turn and it starts to become more of... More Dark. Talking about internet culture and things like that. But, I mean, <laughs> the fact that there was... The guy had supposedly had fucking tens of thousands of voicemails. Some of them are for ki- from kids, like doing the old. They, they broach how it becomes like an urban legend, like yeah. fucking Candyman or something like that. But then, there's real parents on there that are like, "I'm calling up Wrinkles. Can you be in my house at this time? Because my kids are being assholes." And I'm like. Maybe read a parent <laughs> or something. Put a, give them a time out. Don't read the fucking scrotum loud. I'll put this out there, Adam. We've met, <laughs> we've met certain Americans who are lovely people. Oh, yeah. 
but this documentary wouldn't exist without America. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Okay>, hell. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I can was, tell you right now, I'll be watching fucking Wriggles and Pound tomorrow. <laughs> You'll love it. What were the You'll other creepy it. documentaries? Oh, I there's a bunch of them. There's article. two or three of them that are on Tubi. I need to get on this fucking um, article. There was, they've done it twice, and this one was a more recent one. And, yeah, there was a couple couple on there that I'm definitely uh, seeking out to have a bit of a look at, so I'll, I'll flick that on to you. Was Ricky uh, Wiggles the clown? We'll add it to the thread that started with the Sasquatch films <laughs> of all their Sasquatch oh, films. I didn't think you'd find oh. four. <laughs> I was going to say, the customary six, customary five to six has been scrapped because they were hard-pressed to find four good Bigfoot movies. <laughs> Uh, it was Wrinkles the Clown so creepy? Like, was it a creepy doco? There was, was points of it that were quite creepy. And where it goes in the end is more like, oh, yeah, this is this is this sounds a bit more legit. <laughs> I mean, but they initially they start following the guy, but they're never showing him on, who on camera. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're following Nutsack. But, but he's like... Um, yeah, they never show his face. They just <laughs> yeah, they're just talking to him and and whatnot. So yeah, there are parts of it that are quite creepy, and the clown mask is is pretty fucking you know. All right. Um, it's so it's on binge. Yeah. So that's what the clown mask look like, looks like, and the bloke starts fucking turning up to people's houses out the front or in the backyard <laughs> or whatever to scare the shit out of the kids <laughs> as a job. Um, so. <laughs> His face does look like a scrotum. What the fuck? What kind of job is that? (laughs) Well, this is where the doco goes. It starts to explore a bit of that and the people that that request his services and things like that. (laughs) It's worth a look. It's worth a look. It's pretty short. I think it was only about... In the end, I think it was only about... 80 minutes. Okay, fuck. I'll have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll knock that over in sleep. Fuck. In, during the daylight hours, though. <laughs> We've just dedicated about 10 minutes <laughs> to Wrinkles the Cloud, which is much more than I thought we would. But anyway. Way more than we should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Continue, continue. Let's it, it, I guess you have to stand let's, with let's the Let's stop, let's stop playing, playing with Wrinkles. Move on. Yeah, if you don't fucking, if you don't behave yourself, I'll be calling him up and having him show up out that, out that door in a couple of minutes. Um, I got to Cocaine Bear. You were a bit underwhelmed by it, Yeah, you? I was. I mean, it's one of those ones where, I mean, it ticked the boxes for me. There was there was the gore. The gore was through the roof. There was a couple of scenes that were fucking awesome. Like, the gore was through the roof. There was a bit of comedy. I mean, there was a park ranger that was trying to fucking... She was this old bird that was trying to kind of chat up the bloke that's coming to assess her and whatever. I got, I got quite a few laughs out of, out of that. But all in all, it was kind of exactly what you expect from these... It's the whole problem of trying to make a cult film, right? Like how they talk about these days, you've seen all these films that become cult films, so people start to try to make a film that's yeah, a, cult that will film. Be a cult film. Yeah. And, you know, the guy that made Fried Barry that starts talking about in the interviews before his movie's actually out there, talking about how it's a, a cult film and stuff like that. I mean, quite frankly, there's only a, a few of them that have landed for me. Something like Turbo Kid... I would probably put in that category of the trying Gorman. to capture Psycho Goreman. Those ones I love. Yeah. But then Cocaine Bear probably falls <laughs> in the category of, look, I had a fun time in the cinema, but do I need to watch it again? Maybe not, unless we decide to cover it. I'd better watch it, though. Um, I'll wait till Yeah, it check it out. It's fun. Look, I had a fun time in the cinema, but, you know. You won't, you won't race out. Yeah. It's, it's, you've heard the title. 
you basically know exactly what it's about. You know exactly what's going to happen. You know, fair enough. And you get what you you get what you expected. Just in terms of, is it a good film? Meh, middle of the road okay. at best. Okay. I watched another doco, Adam. Oh, another doco about another clown. This time it was. <laughs> this is called was it Saggy. Saggy. Saggy the penis. Yeah, Saggy the penis, who also sells his services. Funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I know <laughs> this is Pennywise the story oh, of yes, it yes. I of got a hold of the Blu-ray original it yes correct the 1990 series I actually would have really liked the doco to be all of it cover the book the, and, cover and the, the movies, remakes and the remakes yeah, yeah for what it was really loved it and, and if you're a fan of it you're not going to watch it and be disappointed. You're going to really enjoy what you're seeing. They talk to the majority of the actors. I, I believe they talk to all of the young cast, other than Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis, Brandis, obviously. They talk to a handful of the old cast. They talk to designers. They talk to Tommy Lee Wallace, Tim Curry, which was great. So, yeah, I really, really liked it. would have liked a little more Tim Curry. He seems to be very... There doesn't seem to be a lot of him, considering what it's all about. But, yeah, if you're a fan of that sort of stuff... But did they talk of... to him recently? Yes. Yeah, it's well, post-stroke. I, post I think he's a bit crook, yeah. I know, I know. He's got, he's got some issues, but he was there for the... It's clear that they interviewed him and they spoke to him for a while, and he was... He's together. Like, he's yeah. still, he can still tell yeah, you exactly what, he's, what he thinks of it, and his input is really good, but there's just not as much of it. Okay. And, you know, I thought exactly the same thing. That possibly was, was due to his health. But, yeah, if you're a fan of it, you've got to watch it. Like, it's it's required viewing if that's if that's part of your part of your fandom, I guess. Yeah. And then, yes, Scream 6. Again, I won't we'll say much. It. We'll cover it. I won't say much other than, yeah, had a, had a really good time with it. Mm, yeah. Dig. All right. Let's take a break. Don't want to spend another five to ten on reels. <laughs> Well, that'll be the next episode when I've watched it. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Fucking hell. I'll be fucking shit scared when, when, I I you, when I send you the article and you've watched four to five oh, other I'm going to track that shit. Documentary. I love your documentaries, though. They're yeah, creepy. Yeah. Like yeah. Cropsy. Did you ever see the one Yeah, Cropsy? I watched Cropsy. That, that was, was really, really creepy. That was on one of the two lists. Yeah. That was um, really creepy. There is one on Tubi, though, that I think starts to attribute... Um, People disappearing in the woods to possible Sasquatch and <laughs> and, uh, and UFOs. I can't wait to watch that one. It's yeah, on Tubi. You so know what I love about that? that is fucking pick and stick. It's either yeah, yeah. one or the other. It's a hairy cut in the woods or it's no, no. But Bigfoot, Bigfoot is an alien. No, I'm not <laughs> having that. It's one or the other. Bigfoot is a fucking large. <laughs> well, let's be honest. He's an overgrown fucking silverback. <laughs> Correct. Okay, let's take a break and <laughs> here's the trailer for 1993's Blindside. You know what, sweetheart? I don't want too much. Months pertinent. It was an accident. I know, I know. They'll put you in. You come out of town so soon. Well, then why are they stopping? Well, 
Our friend, Mr. Sheldon, he never says anything, does he? Sheldon, where are you? Blindside, 1993, directed by Jeff Murphy, and well known for Under Siege 2, Jared. Mm, classic. Produced by Jay Rowe, who produced Wes Craven's New Nightmare. The story is by Stuart Lintz, Solomon Weingarten, who wrote Acting on Impulse, and the teleplay is by Lintz, Weingarten, and John Carlin, who wrote Dark Justice. It stars Rutger Hauer as Jake Schell, Rebecca De Mornay as Lynn... Keynes, Ron Silver as Doug Keynes, and Jonathan Banks as Aaron. It's a TV movie, so there's no box office. I couldn't find a budget for it. It looks reasonably, you know, it's a HBO thing, so it must have been reasonably budgeted. And the building used as the furniture showroom slash office was a Pacific Electric Railway substation built in 1906. It is the last remaining architectural reminder of the old Mount Low Railway of... Altadena, California. It was renovated in the early 80s and was last registered as a community thrift store. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Good. <laughs> All right. I gave this three out of five. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This sort of premise never gets old. The whole idea of we had an accident, we hit somebody, we covered yeah. it up, yep. someone saw us, now they're integrating themselves in our lives or so... No, what you did last summer style, yeah, they're, yep. they're, they're threatening you. Mm-hmm. It never grows old, and it's done to a pretty decent standard here. It's got a good, solid pack of professional actors, which probably give it a little bit more sheen than it, you'd usually get in a TV movie. Yes. Uh, Rutger Hauer, I mean, he's just, he's one of the most interesting actors you'll see. He's, he's off, so off kilter, like, you just don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Like, every time he's on screen, there's this kind of feeling of not quite sure where he's going to go with it. Yeah. And that's, You're kind of that's, watching the screen with a little kind of grimace on your face. And like, that's, Ugh. you know, that's, that's a good... That's a mark of anyone playing a villain. Yeah. You need to have that kind of way about you. And he does a really good job. Yep. It starts to strain some credibility as it goes along. At what uh, point? Uh, I would have said five minutes in. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Across the board, it strains credibility. Yep. But... For a B movie sort of B T V movie I think it works out quite well. Yeah. Yep. Overall. Yep. Had a good time with it. Same. I was at three. I think exactly the same thing. The setup is a classic. And they actually add a couple of little pieces that that even extend that a touch. 
not necessarily played out as they as they could have been. Mm-hmm. But as you said, Rutger Hauer is just super watchable. And the the things that I didn't necessarily like about the movie, it was one of those where I was I wasn't like turning it off, going, "Oh, geez, this is just too hard to cop." I was more having a laugh at it yeah. and having a bit of fun. So yeah, I had a really good time with it. Three three out of five is is perfectly fair. All right. Straight into the likes, as I said, a quality cast. Like, yes. That those four actors I've rattled off, all seasoned, good actors, mm-hmm. had done plenty of work before they got into this. Yes, and that's who you basically spend the entire movie with. Yes. There's not much else around that, mm-hmm. barring a couple of minor players. Yep. Uh, even um, Jonathan Banks isn't in, it, isn't, that mu- isn't in it that much. No. He's only in it for the first probably 40 minutes, and then yeah. he kind of disappears out of it. Well, I, Adam... <sighs> You may fucking howl me down here, but I always felt Ronnie Silver was the half-price Treat Williams, <laughs> who was uh, Treat Williams was the quarter off basically everybody in Hollywood. So, <laughs> am I being am I being? No, I think you probably you probably close there. Treat Williams and Rock and Ron Silver. <laughs> Rock and Ron Silver would have probably frequented the same sort of. Lower grade restaurants. That, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't have been dining with Arnie and Co. <laughs> in the nineties, but they'd have been dining at the Lessened Lights. But they would have been, you know, they they always worked. Those yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like Ronnie Silver might have been a star if he had a shave. Oh, fuck, <laughs> if he grew his beard in properly, he might have been a star. But yeah, Ronnie Silver was one of those blokes who always gave you something decent, like even the villainous role in Time Cop. Look, like there's a, a reason. A there's a reason why the guys had a had a long career. It mm. just, you know, maybe not high profile work, but constantly working. Yeah, because he's a good actor. Yeah, correct. I've got some you know question marks on, and I'll get into them more in the dislikes with regards to how he managed to snag his missus in this film. Because <laughs> I think there's a there's a large gulf between them. Yeah, possibly. But we'll we'll get into that. But all good actors. But Rutger Howard, he's just. It's just a he's a strange unit, but he, he is. kind of brings something to everything he does. Yeah. He's always interesting. He's always kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's something about him. He's kind of like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, well he's kind of I mean, as you said, you know, you, you think he's there's a lot of ham on this one. Whether oh. Rook is serving up ham or it's a vegetarian dish. Oh. He's he's a, he's a, he's full of menace. Yeah. He's great at playing this kind of there's a charm, but then there's this kind of like I do not trust you yeah. in the least. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's a second away from tucking his dick between his legs and <laughs> dancing around. Yeah, yeah, Lots, fair lots of lamb style. Um, I also love that he shows up looking like Swayze in Roadhouse. <laughs> and not pulling it off in, at in, all. In, in Rebecca de Mornay's character's words, he was attractive in an outdoorsy kind of way. <laughs> and Lonnie Silver goes fucking double take city. Yeah. What? I mean, I think in Ronnie Silver's head he was thinking, is that a less succinct way of saying he had a rugged masculinity? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think we can all agree that Rook is not a goblin in this film. He's, <laughs> he's not a goblin. No, he's not quite a goblin. But he's seconds away yeah. from it. Like, I think he should thing. keep his jacket on. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, look, look. Rook, like... Get in shape. Yeah. If, you like, if you want to get in Swayze shape, <laughs> yeah. you can drop trowel and shirt any time you want. Yeah. But 
As and, soon as Rutger gets down to the wife beater, you can tell he's he's not in um, no, he's, he's not, not in ripping, game shape. He's not in ripping Nick. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mentioned Swayze, I don't know why I'm segueing into this, but I I sent a gif at work, and it was that fucking Chippendales thing with Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Yeah. And it was fucking Swayze taking his shirt off and putting it between his legs, yeah, yeah, going yeah. like this, and I was yeah. just like. That's fucking gold. Did you have any? You get called into HR for that? <laughs> My mate just responded with, "Oh yeah, that's the shit." Yeah. But Rutka just keeps you off guard. Yeah. And it's not just one enough. of his super super menacing performances like something like no. uh, the Hitcher. I mean, this is fucking Sunday brunch for Rutka. He's just <laughs> he's just strolling through this. I know. But there's always something in the Rutka handbook. That sort of says, don't come too close to me. You know, I'm a little bit fucking out there. Yeah, yeah. But Keep yet, I might root your missus like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if the mood's right, <laughs> and I keep my jacket on for long enough. Yeah. If I go suit and tie for she's two days, hands. she's definitely going to be interested in getting into bed with me. <laughs> so, really good stuff. Yep. As you as you sort of pointed out, the setup is is a classic... I love the way that they put a cop into it, though, that you ran over a cop. Yes. Because that's immediately putting <laughs> it was the forces on your hammer. Mexican except guy. it seems like it's in Mexico and they don't give a fuck. But anyway, it's supposedly the police forces on your hammer. Well, we're led to believe. That's right. As that little extra twist of we, 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 we covered it up. Yes. We chose not to say anything. Yeah. And it's a cop, so the Mexican police are actually going to look into it. They're not just going to look Supposedly. They're not just going to cover him with the and move on. But the fact that she's three months pregnant and she was driving. Yeah. That was more interesting because Ronnie Silver runs over <laughs> ten people. I mean, Ronnie Silver seemed to pre- <laughs> he seemed prepared to fuck off regardless. <laughs> but the idea that, you know, this is how it played out. Even if we were thinking about being honest, you're going to prison, not me. And you're going to prison. I can't have that. Yeah. Probably could have been done a little, a little more. Oh, a deft hand. <laughs> no, Jeff Murphy's not a deft hand. Is that what you're telling me? Have you seen Free Jack? Jeff Murphy's. <laughs> Jeff Murphy's a competent hand. I don't know if I'd say deft. <laughs> No, he's not. As I've described it before, he's the guy you pay six hundred bucks because it's a white wall. <laughs> <laughs> You're not paying the two thousand yeah. because I'm not going to notice if you yeah. fuck up the white wall. Spielberg's walls. asking five hundred five thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get you the best paint. There won't be a drop anywhere. Yeah, I know. But no. I mean, I paid six hundred, and the guy had to move his drop sheet. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the category that Murphy's yeah, yeah. probably. Look, I've I've weighed up both your proposals, and I'll go with Murphy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the producers were me in that situation. <laughs> and I said, look, I've checked the budget. This is $600. Are you free tomorrow? <laughs> um, oh, but the fact that, yeah, the, the idea of putting her in a position where you look at it and you say, if you were, on Ron, if you were in Ron Silver's shoes... With better facial hair, you if would you say, Rod Silver's beard, you would have said yes. You do the same thing because you can't allow that to happen. Her to go in, she's going to jail. Yep. 
and she's pregnant and the whole the whole situation and as yeah. you said, they give you fucking life for that. You know what I mean? All that good setup goes down the drain when you sign Ruth Gowd and be an arsehole for a couple of weeks. Good. <laughs> All I see goes down the toilet where you just saw the psychotic guy in the fucking hat you should give him a job. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, fuck. So all the, but I'm still putting it in the, in the likes because they tried. They yeah. tried to set it up. I also up like that. the um, that they don't just stop there. They actually have them having trouble getting across the border. Yeah. With the cop with the blood on his hand and the fucking broken front front of the car. Yep. And they're sort of hovering around the vehicle. So yes. build a bit of tension there. They add to it instead of just having yeah. we hit him. Get the car and fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And then three weeks later, we're back at home. We're Which I off. firmly believed Ronnie Silver was going to do anyway. Mate, let me didn't tell you something. The pregnancy. Ronnie he Silver was... drove through the fucking border by just beeping the horn and going, get out of the fucking Exactly. <laughs> Drive 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I like that. I think that sort of added to it. Yes. I actually like that there's a bit of credibility to their actions once they're back. Yeah. Avoiding insurance, mm-hmm. saying we'll get it done for cash, yep. getting the Mexican papers and keeping an eye on the papers and uh, to see if yeah. it had been reported. There's one big issue with that, but overall, yes, I, I agree that it's, uh, yeah, you're looking at what they're doing and there's a, there's probably a you know, 15, 20-minute period where you're just like, yeah, that's... It's, it would feel like that's what you might do. If you were trying to do that sort of thing... Can't say I've ever done it. Approaching your lawyer <laughs> yeah. and saying, look, we need you to look into it. And I actually like that they approach the lawyer and, and they basically lay it out. And the lawyer's just like, well, we've got to fucking just, just keep pushing ahead with yeah. this. He's but, not saying turn yourself in. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> push on through. Nobody knows about it. Punch it through. Punch through. Although he's a tax lawyer. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know about you, but my ta- if I was going to my tax lawyer, I think he's holding up his hand when I say, we ran over a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of my league. Uh, um, Head to a, a criminal. You ran attorney. over a guy, but did he have a fucking yeah, yeah. tax file number? <laughs> that did he have like, a fucking 401k? Did you know, can we... Uh, <laughs> anything like my tax people, I've got to go back to them and say, hang on a minute, I don't think I have to pay for that. <laughs> Well, so I'm not we, trusting you. Can we ride off running a guy over? Like, can we <laughs> yeah, put yeah, it on yeah. tax? Yeah. Can we claim cleaning for the work <laughs> uniforms or a car wash or something? It's a freak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. Well, that's what he says. This. He says, "Listen, you guys are going to be in some criminal shit." But the, the fucking positive is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can claim the damage to the car on tax. Yeah, fuck. You can claim that sixteen dollars when you ran through the shell car wash because it's a work expense. In terms of the guy being killed, I, I'm not sure what advice I can give you, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you're on work time. So. Yeah, yeah, claim the car wash. Well, you guys are working on holiday. <laughs> you ran the guy over, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, there is a very nice... Um, now, this is where we talk about, you know, you said, what did you say Jeff Murphy was? Competent. Competent hand, not a deft hand, okay. not quite. There's a lovely piece of directorial flourish with um, where <laughs> when when the he goes to the mechanic to collect the car and the mechanic says oh the insurance adjuster was 
came by and took photos. Yeah. And they do the zoom in, dolly out. Yeah, yeah. The maneuver old Roy on. Roy Scheider yeah. on the beach. <laughs> okay, he didn't get talking from the $5,000 fucking painter. But still, still, yeah. lovely maneuver. Yeah, I can do the same enough. thing. But I'm using the, the cheapest roller that I could find at Bunnings. <laughs> but it doesn't so get give used you that enough. version. It's, yeah. a, it's a really fucking cool move. Yeah. And it doesn't probably, get used enough. Fuck. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It doesn't get used enough in, in TV, fucking TV pictures. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. No, that's right. You imagine that. He, he's, he's talking to the producer saying, we're going to do a dolly in, yeah, zoom in, dolly out, and they're all just going, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> we are here for ten more minutes. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. All right. So when we finally get Rutger... Turning up. This is where it looking really like ramps up for you. <laughs> looking like fucking... Looking like Dalton. <laughs> yeah. The on the door. <laughs> yeah. A little bit bigger than Dalton. A little bit bigger. But I like the fact that he kind of ingratiates himself in the business. He kind of asks for a job. And he makes these kind of off-the-cuff off comments that make them immediately think that he knows something yeah, about yeah. what happened. Yeah. Even though they don't seem to have a lot of... Wait, it's the way he kind of does it. He yeah, sort of swaggers yeah. in and he tells me he wants this and that. Like the way he turns up and he says, oh, fuck, you know, I could really do with something to drink, you know, some OJ or a beer or something. You know, he just sort of starts forcing his way inside their house. Yeah. And I think that's that's an interesting way to kind of bring him in. Yep. That he's kind of, he doesn't take no for an answer at all. Yes. He couldn't give a shit what they've got to say. Yeah, he just kind of swaggers in and kind of makes himself known. And I mean, when you fucking when you are bouncing the double do so, you go wherever you like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. When you turn up and say, "Look, Terry Funk doesn't hold a candle to me," <laughs> you got to watch yourself. Yeah. Watch your step. <laughs> watch your step. Watch your step, Mister Halfbeard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got fucking news for you, Silver, and it's all bad. <laughs> um, the scene in the lawyer's office when they basically threaten to sue him. Yep. And again, he kind of throws around a little bit of, I know what went on. Well, you know? they toss their weight around and he kind of just, just you know. He, he plays it back. He just plays he a parries, straight bat. He parries. Yeah, yeah. He plays a straight bat, paddles that away for a single. <laughs> yeah. and basically says, is that all you got? Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and he, the way he sort of, um, he explains the way how he knew the car was needed fixing. Yeah. He's kind of like, well, I came by, you weren't here. Your uh, EA basically told me you were off getting the car fixed. <laughs> yep. And they're sort of like, yeah, and it's it's kind of, again, putting that little thing in your head that, have they got this role? Yeah. Like, have they actually got this role? This guy's not. And now he's going to get pissed off about it, and but he's yeah. a bit loose in the head. Yep. That type of thing. So I yeah, like that. Yeah, it works pretty well. It's all, and you know, you, you attribute it all back to Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Just laying it on thick. You know? <laughs> oh, the fucking ham is flying. Doing exactly what you're paying I mean, to do. Rutger, Rutger, you invite Rutger to your Christmas well, dinner. I say doing... Ham. Yeah, I say doing exactly what you pay him TV money to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you Rutger Hauer, <laughs> minus the subtlety of the new ones. Yeah, I know. Rutger counts some money and goes... All right, so no subtlety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You, you just want me to fucking come in here and tear this up. Yeah. I actually like that, uh, and again... Jeff Murphy sort of competently <laughs> gives us a scene where they're washing the car yeah. and they're seeing the accident at the same time. 
Yep. As the, the things are hitting the front windscreen, they keep seeing him. Talking about the bloke competently diving like Greg Laganus <laughs> into the windscreen. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, Matty Mitchum didn't fucking hit it as well as that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking swan dives into the front. Into the windscreen. I yeah, mean, yeah. if I believe, if you got hit like that guy was supposed to, you'd kind of you'd yeah. go... You it, looks, go like, it looks a little more like Mad Max. <laughs> 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 fucking flipping over. Yes. Um, That's what it looks like when somebody gets hit <laughs> by a moving vehicle. <laughs> Yeah. I shouldn't be laughing at that because that guy's is. leg was probably never the same. But, but that shit. actually is what happens because that guy <laughs> exactly. did get hit by a car. Yes. You don't, you don't sort of just <laughs> leap forward into the windscreen. I can guarantee you, Georgie Miller has not paid that cut any fucking insurance. He's just gone, get on with it. <laughs> no, look, I don't think we're being fair to George Miller there. I'm sure he looked after him. Sure I don't he, know. He thought he fucking killed a man. Sure, he paid for the prosthetic, road, prosthetic <laughs> leg that I'm sure was required after seeing that. Yeah. Oh, honestly, but watching fucking a tubby Rutger Hauer in a wife beater with a with a fucking cowboy hat on seduce a woman is a sight to behold. Well, well, I'm sure where they were at was the double do. Like, it didn't were. look like it didn't look like a fancy kind of. Were they fucking in the office? Yeah, yeah. They, he took it back to the office, but prior to that, you get a couple of shots of them, you know, uh, just it, on the dance floor. Oh, at, that's at, right. At yeah, the yeah, local disco, but it definitely looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. seedy. It, you know what? It looks like Kane Hodder's punched your missus in the face. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, punched his missus in the face. <laughs> That's exactly the place that they're going. <laughs> oh fucking! I mean, I think we've 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 established a new cinematic universe here. That the same place in Kane <laughs> Hodder was hanging in Best of the Best was the Double Deuce, which I think was the same place that Ruka Howe was dancing with his girl in this film. The Double Deuce verse is, is kind of expanding. No, maybe it was the Single Deuce. <laughs> you know, the, the, like they, there was an owners group and both of them. Yeah. Well, let's put it out there. The Double Deuce would have been closed after about two or three years <laughs> yeah. for for seedy clientele, so maybe it was a single deuce well, when they reopened. I think this the... Double Deuce was closed for renovations most <laughs> nights because both were getting thrown through the fucking yeah, window. Yeah, exactly. But I will say this too. I think the sexual assault was kind of needed to ramp some stakes, to build the fact that he had gone from being a pest to being someone dangerous. Yeah, okay. You know, he kind of... He kind of had moved on. Yeah. In in his, you know, his sort of harassment of them was now involving others and was getting violent. I've got a slightly different take, but I think the scene was effective. Hmm. Like we did see pretty... Rutgers bare ass as well, which I wish. Yeah, aside from that. <laughs> I had not seen. It was seen. whider than his fucking white <laughs> yeah, feet, but anyway. Like, I think it's... <laughs> At first I thought he just had his white feet and tied around his waist. He didn't call up TC. Oh, yeah. So you got a spare bottle of fake tan, I can rub on my ass. You know TC scene. was ringing Rutger and going, mate, you don't put that on screen. No, no, you. look. You, you turn just, that thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just talks to the special effects department. I'll de-age that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't see any of the wrinkles on your ass. <laughs> oh, you'll have an ass like a fucking 10-year-old boy. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, look, I had a little bit of a different take, but I do agree that it, it 
I think it. it, it it's I didn't really like scene the scene. In, where, in it's, an effect, it's an effective scene in terms of making him, you know, kind of turning into this is dangerous now. Mm. I think it was probably the scene itself was probably a touch unnecessary, mm. if I'm being honest, and I don't particularly like that shit. Yeah, yeah. either. Well, I, you know, I have a distaste for that sort of stuff in in particular types of entertainment as well. But I feel but I like it was right. quick. It wasn't done yeah. gratuitously yeah, for long yeah. periods or anything like that. I so. agree with that, and I think it was. I, I think you're right that it does immediately take him from. I mean, at that point, we're still in this. He's he's you're thinking he's dangerous, but it's kind of like he's fucking quirky. He's weird, yeah. and you kind of as he you said, there's rocking, a Jeff Goldblum. He Jeff keeps Goldblum rocking up to quality. work even though he's been told he's been fucking. Yeah, playing. yeah, exactly. So it's uh, yeah, it does ramp that stuff up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I this is sort of lowbrow, but when they when when the the fam, um, Ron Silver and uh, Rebecca De Mornay come home and. Rutgers sitting in the front on the couch watching their sex tape. Yeah. I chuckled, and then Rutger decides to tell Ron, I don't know, leave it there, I just want to see when she sucks on it. <laughs> okay. Classy. Right, classy Rutger. stuff, Rutger. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Keep it classy, mate. It's good. But again, that actually helps again to show that this guy, there's nowhere... There's no boundary. There's no boundary there's for this guy. Yeah. He yeah. will just do anything to yeah. shit you off. Yep. And it was, look, I chuckled as well because it was so crude and it's it's Ronnie Silver and Rutger Howard, two blokes who haven't exactly... Look, they're known for being a little bit of cheese. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I had a bit of a laugh at that. I did like that Silver finally gets some balls and sort of says, I'm going to buy a gun the next time I see you. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking buy your head off. Yep. It shows that he's kind of snapped it. <laughs> and he's he's going to go outside the law, even though they've already been outside the law. I'm running yeah. over a Mexican copper. You've been outside the law. I mean, you've been outside the law. You've been over the law. You ran over him fucking <laughs> half an hour ago. <laughs> Literally, you ran over the law. Yes. Yeah. So we probably hit that point quite a while ago, Ron. You could have taken it off the bloke that you ran over. You, you hit it. And then you... <laughs> And you accelerated through it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm glad that you've kind of seen that now. And we can kind of we can kind of start moving in that but, direction. But for Ronnie Silver to move outside the law again. <laughs> yeah. That's like what it should have been. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a gun, I'm gonna I'm gonna move outside the, the, the confines of the law. For the second uh, time. For the second time. The first time it was over it, now it's outside. They <laughs> go under it, around it. <laughs> I thought that shit was good. And then he kind of shows him the badge yeah. and the photos. Yeah. And basically says, I've got you. But essentially, I've got you. Yeah. At which nothing. point I'm saying, well, fuck, the Mexican authorities are not doing their job. If you've got that, I think I'm pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless you decide to dob yourself in. Too. <laughs> yeah, look, I was involved, <laughs> but these folks got the badge. These fuckers ran him over. Yeah, yeah, I shot him. He was still alive when I last saw him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the point. I'm calling the bluff. Yeah, but yeah. Again, it's one of those things in the movie where I had a bit of a chuckle at that, but it didn't. 
I mean, I was, I was, all, I was along for the ride. It, yeah. was, it was good fun. And the fact that he had the cop had been shot yeah. prior to being hit. Yep. And so, really, they hadn't killed him no. per se in the classic sense. But yeah, they had. <laughs> I, guess, I guess when you drive over something. How would you define killing in the classic sense, Adam? <laughs> the classic sense is two bullets in the chest. What are we talking about? Two bullets you in know. the chest. <laughs> two bullets in the chest. over the front of a fucking hood of a car. So you're not telling That's me not normal. You know, when the pulse, when the heart stops beating. Is that the, classic uh, Well, sense? this is what my argument is my, as, as I bring my tax lawyer into the. <laughs> into courts. That's what your tax, tax lawyer says. Well, he wasn't dead in a classic sense. It's just the vibe of the thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, listen, listen. Had his heart stopped beating when they ran over him? We'll never know. Never prove it. <laughs> exactly. You've got nothing to give And fucking life is cheap in you Mexico. Nothing. All you can say is perhaps they inflict a little more misery on the poor bastard when he was already in, in the throes of <laughs> dying. He was definitely dying. Like, yeah, no fucking doubt about it. So, you know, the way I see it, it was like a humane. <laughs> exactly. It was a you humane. Know, you found a, a, an animal situation. by the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what do you do? You shoot right over. <laughs> In this case, they did not have any weapons, so they ran over the guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Course adjourned. Case closed. <laughs> not guilty. Yeah. Are you calling any witnesses? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm calling Mr. John... Sh- oh, sorry, fuck. No, we're not calling not any witnesses guy. whatsoever. Not that guy. Problem is, Rooker would have got up on the fucking... He would have just yeah. got up. Yeah. I didn't call you. Oh, well, I'm here anyway. Now, this is my favourite sequence in the entire film. For yeah, a number of reasons. <laughs> Rooker takes over the house yep. for some sort of fucking sex party. Was <laughs> he's, he's closing well, a deal with... She's renovating a hotel. And that requires a meeting, Adam. And I believe he Which says she's that, very excited for. I like the way he says it in this coy manner. Oh, yes, we're still having our meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, while they're home, Rutger fucks her in the spa. Yeah, yeah. And then roots her loudly. <laughs> and so, so says things like, Oh, we're on now. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I can tell you exactly what he said. He says, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but at the point that he said, here we go, it sounded very much like they were already going. <laughs> I know. And had been going She seemed to be while. well and truly involved. What was he doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, you can't both start a different time. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of, it's like, a, it's like a race. You're at the start line, you're both going at the same time. Yeah. It's not like Rook has let her get half a lap ahead and then kind of... But yeah, he Great. gives it a here we go, and then he starts fucking cackling. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's breaking my concentration oh, if you're cackling yeah. in my face yep. during the act. Look, if I'm John Shell, my plan failed it. I've got to be <laughs> what appears to be going at it for about three to four hours. Sorry. I'm going to make your fucking entire night very difficult. Then about three minutes later, <laughs> ten minutes later, you wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, okay, so you'll be able to sleep for the next couple of hours, but I'll tell you what. I'll be back. You'll be back on here. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. oh, my God. And that's, that's probably why he was saying, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? You know what? What I love though is he ends the evening by fucking laying on the floor with his shirt unbuttoned and his guts hanging out and yeah. just snoring like an asshole the whole time. <laughs> just like Rutka. Again. I like you've ruined it like that. <laughs> If you want this plan to go well, surely you've got to be sober at the very least. You just absolutely wrecked yourself, and then you get up and drink from a fucking vase. Of I know, flowers. I know, I know. Rutka, you know, there's a tap. It's in the fridge. Yeah, it's in the yeah. fucking Just get kitchen. up, walk one room that way, and you can get yourself a glass of fresh water. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. <laughs> but he also, um, at the same time, well, seconds before he starts drinking out of a vase of flowers, he says, I'm almost certain she killed my dick. <laughs> Again. <laughs> to I don't know about you. If I'm Ronnie Silver, I'm saying fucking understatement of the evening. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I heard that shit all night. I can see how he's closing deals as a salesman if that's the kind of, you know, just... <laughs> yeah, with this close to a $10,000 fucking purchase, yeah, yeah. what I've got to do is take him back to your place <laughs> fuck her in the spa. Good one. Yeah. Thank you. As we said, he's definitely... The, they're definitely renovating the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That hotel's being renovated. New carpets required. Oh. Replace all the furniture. Throw the furniture out. Burn it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that was pretty much it for me. The yeah, that was, that was the likes pretty well covered. All right, so dislikes. As I said, the guy hit the fucking windscreen frontal. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he said his fucking brain was hanging out. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not quite sure how so much damage was done. Well, I mean, he flipped over the car, hit the windscreen. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, yeah, I can accept that. It just seemed like a bit, bit too much. Just a little, a little a bit, bit too much. Bit. I love the Mexican border guards too. There's this really tense, there's a tenseness to that scene. The guy's got blood on his hand. Yep. The front of the, 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 front of the car's all busted up and they're looking at it and they've got the guns pointed at him and it's tense and tense. Then they suddenly go... You guys are right to go, that cut behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy banging his head into the fucking yeah. hood of the car. But the, the scene itself was pretty effective. Yeah, it, it was. It worked pretty well, but yeah. But they just suddenly uh, go, convenient. All right, you're right, Eddie. That guy's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Off you go. Off you go. Wave you through. Yes, definitely definitely a little bit convenient uh, on that one. Yeah. Is there a slight issue with the pair of them fucking clamming up and getting all uptight when a... A person comes in to clean their room who appears to be Mexican. <laughs> yeah, that was possibly. I'm issue. sitting there thinking, what's the issue? Because I think they refer to. Do they actually mention is she spying on us? Or something like, like that. <laughs> so you're suggesting that one Mexican person in America is connected to every other well, Mexican. I'm going to say this, Jared. It reminded me of Bond, where yeah. all the black people were connected on a network. Not, look, not our, not Hollywood's finest hour. No, no. But you know what? Why are we talking about running over a Mexican cop? Like, in, in, you don't know who could be listening. Keep your shit 
Quiet. Keep your powder dry. Yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> Write it on a piece of paper and then <laughs> yeah. fucking use this redder. But that scene, I mean, I, I couldn't stop laughing because they come in with, she comes in with something or other and then she leaves and then she comes back and she wants some coffee. <laughs> they actually, they're like, she's spying on us. I'm like, get out. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's not on. That's yeah. not on. Yeah. I mean, Sylvester Stallone would have been there. That's the sort of shit he would have put in Last Blood. Yeah, I know, I know. That sort of, you know... And he had time to watch stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. Why would you consider keeping Johnny Shell close by after you just tried to sue the cunt and he's clearly deranged and he clearly knows something about what went on? Yeah. Why? And they go back and forth. Why would you want to keep like, him? Yeah, yeah, we'll give you the job. Fuck you, we got you in the, in the <laughs> lawyer's office. Oh, shit, he's a tax lawyer. So we'll shake hands again and say we'll do this. Eh, fuck you again. Yeah, like, it's bullshit. It's, I you mean, wouldn't keep the guy close. No. no. He's, you know he's a problem. Yeah. I mean, Brian James thinks you're fucking fluctuating too much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian James, as soon as he didn't make over the net, he goes off about it. Yeah, like, holy shit. Even he's saying, you guys are going too far this direction than that direction. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Oh, I can't... It I... was a roller coaster because, again, you know he's not he's not a well man. Yeah. Initially, like, they keep him close. I thought, okay, well, this is... This is interesting because they're going to give him the job so they can keep him at arm's length. They can try to figure out what he's doing, where he's at. But then immediately, they're like, you're in the fucking tax lawyer's office this afternoon. Okay, well, we fucking blew that one, didn't we? We're suing you. Yeah, we blew that. We fucked that up. What are you suing him for? You've got nothing on it. You've got nothing on the guy. Yeah, so. Other than a little bit of creepiness. Well, I mean, fuck, you could have sued him for that, the way he was acting. But no, yeah, it, it seems to go back and forth a little a little too much without solid, a solid foundation. Now, Jared, I've got a question for you. When, as I said before about Jeff Murphy, you know, his competent direction yeah. with that sequence with the, with, the, with the cars being washed. Yes. I, again, please, someone explain... Was a piece of the cop still caught in the windscreen wipers? Was that the one where they quickly zoomed in on Rebecca yeah. Demorday when it starts yeah, going yeah. back and forth? But then it stops on a, there's something lodged in the windscreen wiper. What was it? I mean, if I'm in the driver's seat, piece of his head. Well, <laughs> if I'm in the driver's seat, I'll look at what's on the windscreen, and I, I thought to myself, "Who put a jam donut on our fucking windscreen?" Yeah, I know, I know, like, but that that shit. Then it went nowhere. Yeah. No one then said anything else about it. Yeah, yeah. And if Johnny Shell knows, who gives a fuck? Because we just washed it off. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, what do you mean? No, you didn't find any skull on our on our window. It's, it's back at the service station. <laughs> Again, he's a skull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his fucking brain was hanging out, so I assume it's a bit of skull. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Oh, shit, there's a bit of skull caught in the windscreen wiper. We missed it when we cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, get the squeegee. <laughs> I mean, you missed it. It's fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Check your wipers straight away. Yeah, straight away. I mean, if they replaced the grill and didn't notice that shit sitting on your windscreen, <laughs> yeah. there's something wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, how he's washing the front windscreen out of, out of a dirty puddle at the start. Yeah. Me, yeah. I'm just going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I continue on. I yank the thing down a little bit until the water goes... Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I go, oh, fuck, it's empty. Oh, shit. Well... 
Better fill that. Better fill that up and then clean it off later. Yeah. And then forget all about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about a dirty puddle. Now, now, look, Jared, you you you're keeping Johnny Shell close. Yeah, you think he's a bit weird. Yep. And he's a bit, just a bit. But he's in your house rooting fucking clients. Yeah, but you think he's a bit strange, and you also think that he makes you uncomfortable. Mm. It makes you uncomfortable. Yep. So why are you nuding up and getting in the spa exactly. when Johnny Shell's around? Yeah. I mean, she says something. This is a private part of our house. Clearly, Johnny well, Shell doesn't give a rat's It's not very private because the gate was unlocked. I just walked around here trying to plug and in my mobile home. And then puts his hand in the water and makes fucking I mean, some comment about... Oh, not too hot. Perfect for the baby. Perfect for the baby. He was this close to dropping a shit as full. <laughs> That's what I thought he was doing initially. I thought he was plugging in the home oh to steal some God. power. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, you're obviously not too concerned. <laughs> That's yeah, what exactly. Doing. Also, when uh, Ronnie Silver goes in, I think this is the second time he calls a truce with Rudko. <laughs> He goes into enemy territory, into the mobile <laughs> home that's parked on his fucking front lawn. <laughs> Rudko busts out, are you hungry? You know exactly what I was thinking. I thought he was going to offer up some damage to <laughs> <laughs> like, We've learnt long ago, you do not, you do not take food from drifters <laughs> in the back of their mobile homes. <laughs> Oh, I'll give you on the crap of the next 40 hours. What does he pull out? It looks like he pulls out a bit of fucking Cajun sausage or some oh, shit stuff. I, I thought he was fucking carving wood. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I am definitely not eating whatever you've got because that shit didn't look sanitary. Cajun sausage, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, well, my ass oh, yeah, looked well, like a Cajun sausage. He had a fucking kilo of dev in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been working through it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since he saw the Red Dot special and got confused about weight. <laughs> and how much of a slice of He thought, he thought a kilo was 100 grams. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. How much oh. one slice of actually weighs. Hell. <laughs> I didn't have a smartphone at the time, so I couldn't sort of check it. Yeah, luckily I'd worked in a deli. I could have told you a slice of Devon was about five grams. (laughs) (laughs) So you were essentially up to your arse in Devon for the next year and a half. Oh, fuck yeah, that's right. (laughs) Rooker's antics in the cot. I mean, we we spoke about them. Prior. His antics in the sack. Well, he's fir- the, first, the first set of antics in the cop. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the second one sounds like a lot of fun, to be honest. <laughs> but again, Rutka was a man of fucking stamina, and I just cannot keep up with that exactly. shit. He's, he was running. He's fucking Gabra Celestia. Yeah. I have a Usain Bolt at best. Yeah. Well, I'm not even a Bolt. Bolt. I'm a... On the 100 metre sprint of the finish at eight. I'm the a fucking Shervo and not with the fucking cocky out either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, going long enough to be able to whip out kind of catchphrases and cackle at different times and kind of mix up the act. It's like a, look. My, my, act, uh, my act, it's like, it's like going to see David Copperfield. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm like Carrot Top. I do, <laughs> I do prop comedy and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. If you want to see me cut up a watermelon <laughs> on stage, fucking perfect. But other than Anything that, else? No, if you if you it. want me to go like sideways on it, yeah, nah, <laughs> not happening. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the first set like it's, I provide a standard package, Jared, and it doesn't come with much else. Yeah, I think I don't know. Well, I should give Murphy a little bit of credit. I think it didn't go too far. It just no, it didn't. No. As you said, it kind of provided enough to say he was a dangerous individual. He was he was a dangerous individual. But I guess the thing, I feel like there was a couple of pretty horrific things that were used as to use a wrestling term, a little bit of cheap heat. Like <laughs> they do that, and then what? Within fucking ten minutes. The couple's losing a baby. Yeah. I'm like, they're two pretty fucking full-on things to happen to somebody to, to use for a bit of fucking cheap root cow heat in a TV movie. <laughs> I guess that's where I was feeling. You know what? That, that sequence reminded me a little bit of. It was probably done a lot better, possibly because, again... The painter was more highly painted. <laughs> the uh, painter and, was using I think the, enough the, drop sheets to the cover work, the whole area. <laughs> and the workmen were better skilled. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of Cape Fear. Yeah. Yeah. When um, De Niro takes the law, uh, Nolte's Which mate. was not far before this. Yeah, right? and, like, but yeah. Cape Fear was done for shock. That yeah. That's what he would do. Yeah. But you already knew that De Niro was going to do that. Yeah. You know, like he was already a, 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 a loose cannon. <laughs> and De Niro was paid TV money <laughs> on a longer yeah. When De Niro's paid TV money, that's what he does. Yeah. He starts who would have hired De Niro, and De Niro was paid movie money. Rufio was paid TV money. <laughs> De Niro had time to kind of, you know. Yeah, look at it and sort of. Yeah. You want work to, things through. Um, Rutger just started fucking hooting and hollering. <laughs> yeah. and started going, I love this kind of bullshit. I actually think that might have been real dalliance that they said, fuck, we're running out of days. Let's just get Rutger and his missus <laughs> yeah, let's get him in, in the spa. Yeah, yeah, let's just walk this out. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is getting a little bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't goes, know this was going to happen. Jeff goes, just roll it. It's all fucking fine. Just roll it. What I... I am so sick of these movies, though, when we're going to come clean to the cops. And then Rutger goes, you're not going to do that. No, you're He's right. 30 grand. <laughs> 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 I just, yeah. yeah, you call my bluff, bang. He's 30 grand. Like, yeah. negotiate. Yeah. I'm not going to give you 30 grand. I mean, that's the cinematic equivalent of me in Red Dead Redemption where I'd be bluffing in poker and someone would go, you're bluffing, and I'd throw the table over and go, let's go outside. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is every single time. I just don't get it. No. Why are you giving 30K? No, no, no. Well, hold your bluff a little longer. Yeah. See if he is actually going to call it for real. At least wait for him to walk out the door saying, I'm going to the cops. Yeah, I mean, at least wait for the bloke to walk out the front door and <laughs> demonstrate I, mean, I may actually be heading towards the police. Correct. Ronnie Silver's <laughs> folded like a fucking sheet of soup. <laughs> I, I have never seen anybody go so quickly from... <laughs> we're, going, we're, we're, we're telling the fucking cops the whole story. Yeah. Um, I was driving along. You were driving. 
You clearly came in with a game plan because you had the letter and you had the 30k. So surely you've... But you've to me... I mean, you've role-played. <laughs> it's escalating. It's escalating stuff. Yeah. You go, oh, here's the letter. He, he calls you bluff on that. Yeah, and then you say... No, then you go away. You're not going to tell the cops because you've got some shit under the, yeah. under the rug too. And you tell your missus... 30k, bang. There it is. What do you reckon? Yeah. Can and we then, sort it out? You tell your missus... He didn't take to the letter. And she yeah, goes, yeah. all right, what do you think? How much do you reckon we could pay him off with? <laughs> you know? That's At least start works. with Tim. Here's Tim. Get five. I'm giving you five. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Rutka, five grand gives Rutka, you know, some petrol in the tank down the road to the next yeah, yeah. state. Well, if Rutka sees the paint job on my house and I offer five and a half... <laughs> Five, no, 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 that's 500 and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says, yeah, that's stretching your budget. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. off. And look, Rutka fires back with, I'm, I'm not going to take your money. I don't want your money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this is a process. This isn't just... But I think he Here's a letter. Back. Here's 30K. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Weigh them both up at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think Rutka's knocking it back because he's like, you're not even... You're not... The timeless art of seduction, mate. You fucking ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yep. Seduce me. Yeah. Like, seduce me with 30K. It's a process. And there was this whole thing about him and Rebecca De Mornay and him kind of, let's just say seduction again was probably the word. He's trying to sort of seduce her. Yes. But none of that worked at all. Well, I mean, very seemingly very successfully. I thought he was... Given the way that he was operating for the rest of the film, I know, I didn't but think take much. he wasn't like once again. Ronnie Silver was batting outside his depth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Rutger Howe's not getting anywhere with his stick. I can no, tell you that right now. Of course not. Also, when we move past that, why on earth does Rutger Howe turn into fucking Jonah Hex for the, I know. <laughs> the last? He's got double guns yeah, on the hips, and he's fucking. And he's even got the like. They keep showing his eye. Yeah. I'm like, it's pretty much Jonah Hex, yeah, except a little here? hole in the cheek. <laughs> yeah, just, it was strange that, that, that shit seemed like it was grafted on. Yeah. It should have just been him getting punched out the window. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As I said to you, the second I get uppercutted out the window and I'm laying in a puddle of glass, I'm thinking, fuck, my plan didn't work out all yeah. that well. This bloke is actually going to kill me. Yeah. I, I slink back. I slink back to my fucking RV and I peel out, I fucking roll out of town. And you know what? You never hear from me again. The only payback I give him is I run over their fucking fountain. Yeah, and no, yeah. yeah. And a couple, of, a couple of weeks later, when I fucking recovered from my fractured arm or whatever yeah. it is, I roll past the house. <laughs> Give it him the finger. And <laughs> like, like a garage. <laughs> At two in the morning. <laughs> the best stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Agreed, agreed. I, I, I leave town. Yeah. I'm not Michael Myers. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, I have to so sorry. A- I'm Michael Myers in Halloween. <laughs> I fucking I slink myself to the local sewer yeah. and, <laughs> and lick my wounds. <laughs> you know what, though? I've taken his 30K, so I've come out. Right? I've come yeah, exactly. out on top. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent 15 of it on physio to rehab my injuries from falling out of second story. And you know what? You know what? 
when they finally do an investigation, they tell Ronnie Silver and Rebecca Morno, this guy didn't know anything about it. What the fuck are you talking about? So Johnny Shell's just rocked up and used the old, yeah. I saw I've, you run over I somewhere. found a toy badge. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was... Uh, that was Fina- The finale, new. Jared, is, it's, it's a bit chaotic. Yeah, it's all over the There's show. There's shit going on left and right. There's a lot of shaky cameras. And it sort of it does seem to go from thriller to a little bit kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, kind almost of almost like, slasher in yes. the way that he's dressed up and all that sort of stuff. It does go a little bit that way. And then I don't know what he was what the director was thinking with when Rutger gets electrocuted at the end. Yeah. yeah. Everything starts flashing weird colours and strobe effects and shit when he's and it, and it sort of Pauses for a second mm. each time. It was Jeff. Jeff. That's why you didn't get led into the deft hand. <laughs> <group. Yeah. laughs> Just paint the fucking wall, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing silly. <laughs> it does not need any flourishes, dude. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna let you into the competent hand, but then we found all these fucking splotches of white <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. in the yeah. in the corners, in the corners there. And, stuff. and and yeah, what <clears throat> that sort of shit. You need a guy who's just going... A workman. Correct. A, a, yeah, just a... It's workman-like direction. Workman. That's what we need here. Stick to where you were... Where You know, don't try to... Don't try to jump outside your box just at that point, Jeff. No. Not until you've got a big budget. No, you need a bit more yeah. money, mate. Yeah. When you've got under-siege money, that's when you start... That's when you go for doing it. Doing that sort of bullshit. That's when you let Steven Seagal take the reins <laughs> and uh, fuck everything up. Adam, I also... Like, I skipped over this one, but... I don't know why, but I kept, I kept. I think I rewound it a couple of times because I just found it so odd. But <laughs> Ronnie Silver's first line, basically the first line of the movie, I believe, is when they're eating breakfast at the fucking resort or whatever, and he comes up. Rebecca's Mornay's enjoying what I don't know. It's not veggie my toast, but it's something along those lines. <laughs> you standard morning sort of fare, and Ronnie Silver rolls up and kisses her on the cheek and goes, "You never used to like breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, excuse no. me? No, no, Ron. I, I eat. I eat. Yeah. And let me tell you, we're in a fucking resort in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I'm clearing the house. Exactly. I've had three plates already. <laughs> I am. I, am, I was an Apple's Nolan. I was fucking eating for about yeah, three Yeah, days. yeah. As, as a human being, Ron, I'm required to eat. I <laughs> <Exactly>. like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't roll out of bed at 11.30, dickhead. <laughs> no. Lunch yeah. is not the first meal of the day for me. Yeah, let me tell you, Adam, as a man who is related to somebody in the hotel industry, I have fucking demolished a few <laughs> breakfast buffets in my time. Let me tell you, Even I've always I- liked <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Even when I was in fucking Hawaii and I was... Sh- Shit, no, you wouldn't believe due to a gastro surgery <laughs> a couple of days before. I was still cleaning yeah, that place. Well, I'm emptied out, so oh. I better fill it up again. <laughs> yeah, okay. I needed to fucking yeah, refill. I just, it just I need my stocks refilled. You've yeah. never liked breakfast. Never liked breakfast. You know what? Well, again, how did these two get together? Exactly. Like, you don't know me at all. I'm sitting here on my fucking fourth plate of the buffet. <laughs> of course, yeah. I like breakfast. Mate, Idiot. I've been eating for fucking two. <laughs> all right? Yeah. What else you got? Anything else? No, that was it. No, it was, that was it. I, same with me. I'm happy with the three. I thought she was a bit of a fun <laughs> It time. was good fun. It was a good fun. Good pick there, Ray. Good pick. This is one that, you know, we wouldn't have come across. No. Really? I, so, well, I mean, when you first mentioned it, I heard Rutger how blind, <laughs> and I got super excited <laughs> that we were watching Blind Fury. 
Remember, you know, when he's driving in the car and the bloke in the truck's like, what are you, blind? And he's there going, yeah, what's yours? (laughs) I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. I actually, let's hunt that down. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hunt down Blind Fury. After another listener selection, I believe. Yes. That we have a bit of Scotty Adkins to get to. Yeah, we've got Scotty Adkins, yeah, definitely. But, Cannot wait. But we've but see Scotty we can we can go with whatever Scotty's got on play. Yeah. I think we're Hard Target Two was on Netflix. Oh, I love Hard Target Two. Look out. I, I I mean if I watch that again I'll be straight onto the internet ordering my hard target jean jacket for sixty bucks <laughs> I am definitely getting a hard target jean jacket. Sixty bucks is a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it from? Uh, I think it was called Tapes from the Crypt. Oh. Yeah, oh, straight oh, on. Oh, there. Are you are you are you going to purchase the jeans? No, no, I'm skipping the jeans. Fuck jacket, you, but I'm, yeah, getting, we both, I'm getting the blood sport shorts. We're have the same fucking jean jacket. Uh, you can have the jean jacket. I'll have the blood sport shorts. <laughs> I can't wear the blood sport shorts and the jean jacket. Long sleeves and short shorts. <laughs> My wife is gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> I'm joking. I turn up in a fucking well, jacket. The thing you do is you don't tell her, and then you take her on a date night. <laughs> you rock up she has in your hard target jean jacket. Are you wearing? <laughs> and you say, you know, what kind of a deal or something uh, like I that. I say, oh, the dinner was tolerable. Tolerable. <laughs> 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 now I'm buying one because that was my Halloween costume this year. Yeah, <laughs> My Halloween costume this year was going Good. to be fucking John Claude Van Damme hard target. Okay, do you have to practice your high kicks? Oh fuck! I'm, no, I'm not doing any kicks, but I, I'm going to buy a long, long-haired wig and then <laughs> grease the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, so I would I'm pay my kingdom to see you pull a fucking hammy <laughs> trying to <laughs> high kick on Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Blindside. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au or on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com and Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Make sure to rate and review us wherever we're, we're at. Now, keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next film. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.